Alrighty, we are on uh, 36A, Lamed Vav, Amud Aleph, and we're at the first colon on the page. It's about halfway, no, second colon on the page, and it's about halfway down, third colon on the page, sorry. It's about halfway down the middle of the, it's about halfway down in the wide lines. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Rav Yehuda said the name of Rav. We're going to go back to talking about the capers. So it's If you have a case of a caper bush that is an arla bush and it's outside of the land of Israel, you have to throw away the berries, but you can eat the husks. So what's this talking about? So arla, any fruit tree within its first three years, the fruit is prohibited to be eaten. So the fruit of a tree within the first three years of uh, it bearing fruit, it cannot the fruit cannot be eaten. That is a biblical law in the land of Israel and a rabbinic law outside of the land of Israel. So if we're talking about a tree of Arla outside the land of Israel, it seems to be that you have to throw away the berries, but you can eat the husks. In other words, where Arla is rabbinic, it would seem, then we say that only the berries are considered fruit and the husks are not, and therefore you can eat them. Does this, do you mean to say then that the berries are considered fruit, whereas the husks are not considered the fruit of the tree? But we have a seemingly contradictory b'raisa that we actually just learned. What does it say? When it comes to different parts, different... Um, different <coughs> byproducts or different product, different things that are produced from the caper bush. Um, we say about the leaves and about the tomorrows, which are like these dates that exist on the caper bush. We say, we say, blessed are you God who created the fruit of the ground. And both on the husks and the berries, or the berries and the husks, we say, Omer Bere Priya we actually say, who created the fruit of the tree. So it would seem to be very clear that the husks and the berries are considered on the same level. They're both considered the fruit of the tree. And that would seem to contradict the ruling we just said, which is that the husks can be eaten outside of the land of Israel, even though the tree is an orla tree. It's within its first three years of uh, growth, of um, producing fruit. So we answer, who the Omar ke Rabbi Akiva? So you're right. This Brisa does contradict Rav Yehuda, uh, who is talking the name of Rav. But what? Um, but Rav Yehuda, in the name of Rav, he is going according to Rabbi Akiva. It's not because we learned in a Mishnah. Rabbi Eliezer, Omar Rabbi Eliezer says. In a case of the caper bush, you have to tithe um, both the date type of things that come from it and the berries and the husks. Rabbi Akiva Omar says, You only have to tithe the berries and none of the other things, because that is considered the fruit. That is the fruit of the tree. The other things are not. So when Rabbi Yudamarav said his statement, he was going according to Rabbi Akiva, who felt that the fruit of the caper bush are limited just to the berries. But if Rabbi Yudamarav was just saying saying like the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, 
then why didn't he just say the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva, and then we would have known what the law would be when it comes to Orla? So he answer, E Amar Halacha Rabbi Akiva, if all Rabbi Yehuda Marav would have said is that the halacha is in accordance with Rabbi Akiva, Hava Amina Afilu Va'aretz, then I would have thought that that is the case even when it comes to an Orla tree inside the land of Israel. I would have thought, I would have thought that inside of the land of Israel as well, the only part of the tree that you cannot eat, the only part of the caper bush that you cannot eat in its first three years is the berries, but the husks you can. Kamash Malon, therefore we taught it in this way, therefore if Yehudah Marav was very specific and didn't just say the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva, in order to teach us that yes, outside of Israel the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva, but then we say kol hamekel ba'aretz, um, because we say that anybody that is lenient outside of the land of Israel, uh, out inside of the land of Israel, halacha kemoso then the halacha follows that person outside the land of Israel. So, for instance, in this case, Rabbi Akiva is the lenient position inside of the land of Israel. He says that the only thing you cannot eat during the Orla years are the berries. So the rule is, is that the person that's lenient inside the land of Israel. Um, the halacha is in accordance with him outside of the land of Israel. So therefore, outside of the land of Israel, um, of an orla tree, an orla caper bush, you can eat the, you cannot eat the berries, but you can eat the husks. However, but in Israel, we do not follow that opinion. And um, that's why Rabbi Yehuda Marab is very specific that the halacha, that the, you, can eat the bear, you can eat the husks outside of the land of Israel. But inside the land of Israel, you will not be able to because the halacha does not follow Rabbi Akiva inside the land of Israel. So then we have a question. But instead of formulating his own wording of a ruling, why doesn't Rabbi Yehuda Marab just say the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva outside the land of Israel? And therefore, outside the land of Israel, during Orla, you can not eat the berries, but you can eat the husks. Right? Why didn't he just say that very simply? And the reason for that would be the Chohamekel Ba'aretz, Halacha Kamosa Bechutzaretz, for the reason um, that whoever is lenient inside the land of Israel, the Halacha follows them outside of the land of Israel. So again, why didn't Rabbi Huda Marab just say the Halacha is like Rabbi Akiva outside the land of Israel? So we answer, I Omar Hachi. If Rabbi Yehuda Amarav would have said it like that, Hava Amina Hani Mili Gabe Maiser Ilan, I would have thought that this is true when it comes to the Maiser, to the tithes, which is more lenient than Orla, as follows, because tithing. Um, really, the only thing that biblically needs to be tithed is grain, wine, and olive oil. It's Everything else is rabbinic. So we may have thought, if you would have said the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva outside of the land of Israel, I may have thought that that was only when it comes, comes to miser, when it comes to tithing our produce, um, because that is more lenient. And that in that case, the halacha follows Rabbi Akiva, that the caper bush, only the berries are considered fruit, whereas the other thing, and therefore needs to be tithed, but everything else doesn't. Because even in the land of Israel, tithing these things that are not olive oil, grain, and wine are only midrabanon, are only rabbinic. Whereas when it comes to orla, the, three, the trees in its first three years, which in Israel is actually biblical, 
even capers, then you may have thought that also outside the land of Israel we should decree that it would also be stringent and therefore you would need, you could not even eat the husks. Kamash Malan, therefore Rabbi Yehuda Marav, Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rav said it in a very specific way to make sure that it's eminently understandable what his opinion is, which is that inside of the land of Israel, none of it can be eaten, neither the husks nor the berries, whereas outside of the land of Israel, the berries cannot be eaten, but the husks can during the years of Orla. So he had to say it in a very specific way in order to uh, make sure that there is no confusion in what exactly he was saying. Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna go further now. Ravina. Ravina Ashkeche. I'm just trying to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down from the bottom. The last word on the line. Ravina Ashkeche Lamar Baravashi. Ravina found Marabaravashi. The Kazarik Avionos the Kaachal Kafrisin. Um, who would um, eat the husks and throw away the actual berries of an orla tree outside the land of Israel. So Amar Leis, Ravina said to Mar Baravashi, Mai Daitach, whose opinion are you following, or what is your opinion? Rebbe Akiva Demekel, are you going according to Rebbe Akiva, who is lenient? But if you're being lenient... Because that's how we explain that the one that's lenient inside of Israel, the halacha, the law follows them outside of Israel. Well, there's a, an opinion that's even more lenient. But then you should really be going according to Beishamai, who is even more lenient, who would say that you can eat those berries of the orla tree outside of the land of Israel. Even the berries you can eat. Ditznan, like we learned in a Mishnah. Um, Ditznan. Slaf, when it comes to the caper bush, Beishamai Omer and Beishamai says, Kilaim Bakerem. It's a problem of Kilaim if it's planted in a vineyard. So the rule is, is that if um, you are not allowed to um, plant any sort of, any sort of grain or vegetable in a vineyard. You can, however, plant a fruit tree in a vineyard. Um... This is this is all about this is all about the uh, mixing of species. Um, so what Beishamai is telling us that you cannot, or it's a problem. It's kalayim. It's considered uh, prohibited mixed species if you did plant a caper bush in a vineyard. Um, now the reason for that would seem to be is because Beishamai feels that although it may be considered, although we may have considered it like a fruit. Um, for some reason, we're going to consider the caper bush, we're going to consider the caper berries themselves like vegetables. Um, and therefore, it's going to be a problem to plant that in the vineyard. Um, it's not a problem of clayum in a vineyard. It's not a problem of forbidden mixed species in the vineyard. He obviously understands that a caper bush is fruit, that caper berries are fruit. And elu ve'elu modem shechayev ba'orla. But both opinions, both Beishamai and Beishelo, they both agree that the caper bush um, is subject to the laws of Orla, to the laws of uh, a fruit tree in its first three years. So, Hagufa Kasha. So, number one, we have to understand what exactly is going on in this Brisa. It would seem that Beishamai is not consistent. 
First, we say that a caper bush Beishamai holds it is a forbidden mixed species in a vineyard, which would seem to tell us that he feels that a caper bush is considered, that the caper berries are considered vegetables. Alma mean yaraku, so therefore we see that Beishamai holds that the caper berry is a species of vegetable. Vahadartani, and then right after that it says, that both agree, both Beisham and Beisela agree, that they're obligated in Orla, that this caper berry is considered Orla, it's considered a fruit tree, and therefore subject to the laws of not being able to eat it in its first three years of production. Alma mean Elonhu, so this would seem to tell us that Beishamai holds that the caper bush is a type of fruit tree. So what is it that Beishamai holds? Holokasha, so that's not a question. We'll say that Beishamai is not sure what to consider. He's in doubt. He's not sure. So therefore, in both scenarios, he has to be stringent. He's going to be, in, when it comes to mixed species, where only a vegetable is a problem to plant in a vineyard, he'll consider the caper bush like a vegetable because he's going stringently. And in the case of the Orla, and in the case of Orla, where only a fruit tree is subject to Orla, he's going to be stringent and consider the caper bush as a fruit tree. Okay, so now we've understood the, uh, we've reconciled the seeming contradiction, and now we're going to go back to um, explaining what Ravina was saying to Mar Baravashi when he saw Mar Baravashi eat from the Orla tree, but only eat the husks and throw away the berries, where he said, are you going according to Rabbi Akiva? You should be going according to Beishamah. He was even more lenient. So now let's see what he's talking about. Mikomakom. So nonetheless, Now it would seem to be then that according to Beishamai, those berries are actually just possibly going to be Orla because he's not sure if they're fruits or vegetables. So it's possible that they're going to be considered an Orla problem. Utnan, and we learned very clearly in a Mishnah, Suffolk Orla, something that is just possibly Orla and we're in doubt whether it's Orla or not. So if it grew in the land of Israel, then it's going to be prohibited. Whereas in Syria, it's going to be allowed. And outside of both Israel and Syria, um, you can actually go go down. Now we're on the next page, 36b. And buy. So meaning um, outside of the land of Israel, you're allowed to... Go to the field of some, go to the, the fruit tree, the, the orchard of somebody that you're not sure if they are careful with the laws of Orla or not. You can go and actually buy fruit from them. Um, as long as he does not see the person that's selling the fruit, gathering the fruit directly from the trees, because then it's very clear, then it's no longer uncertain whether it's orla then it's very clear that it's orla trees orla fruit um but what do we see from here so according to beishamai seemingly um this caper bush we're not certain if it's orla or not and therefore and we have a mission that tells you that if you're not sure if something is orla you can treat it leniently and not consider it orla and therefore, what Ravina was telling Mar Baravashi is if you're trying to go according to the most lenient opinion, then you could really even eat the berries of this tree because according to Beishamai, berries from the caper bush is just a suffolk orla. It's just a possibility of being an orla. And the Mishnah tells us that when something's just a possibility of being an orla, um, you're allowed to go ahead and eat from it. So Mar Baravashi 
would answer as follows to Ravina, Rebbe Akiva b'mekom Rebbe Eliezer of Dinan When there's a dispute between Rebbe Akiva and Rebbe Eliezer, then I'm allowed to go like Rebbe Akiva, who is more lenient. And therefore, Rebbe Akiva would tell me I, could, I can't eat the berries, but I could eat the husk. That I'll do. But But when it comes to a dispute between Beishamai and Beis Hillel, then what Beishamai says is actually considered to be an Eina Mishnah, almost as if it's it's just not something that we could even think of going like versus Beis Hillel, and therefore we have to disregard his opinion when it comes to um, practicing uh, Halacha Lamaisa, which is practical Jewish law. So that would be the idea. We'll, uh, we'll stop here for today. Um, have a wonderful week.